No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Today, we got a rare appearance from Lil Jeremy. How you doing, man? I'm all right. How you doing, Adam? I'm doing excellent, man. For sure. It's a pleasure being on here. For sure. I've been waiting on this. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's good to hear. Anytime uh, anybody popping, coming out, says that, I'm like, all right, we still got it. For sure. You're man. <laughs> yeah, I really like, I've been enjoying listening to your music the past couple of days, though. You definitely, you go hard. And, for sure. I'm hyped on it, man. For sure, for sure. So uh, tell us a little bit about uh, Houston and, and your come up out of there and what, what you were like in your earlier days there. Um, I was in the streets and shit like that, but um, I mean, like, Houston and I was like a turnt city, a lot going on, like, as far as, like, the culture. I don't just think the music seemed too strong out there right now. I, I don't know, and I honestly don't know why, because a lot of artists are hard from out there. Like, not just me, it's a lot of other hard artists from Houston, but like the music scene, it just ain't, it ain't been it for a long time. Like, mm. like we ain't got the right folks down there or something. Yeah, you feel like Dallas is taking the lead? You can't say that. You can't say yeah, that, right? Yeah, shit hard, but I don't, <laughs> I can't just say that. They shit doing way, like, it's like they way more together than, than us, for sure. Right. Yeah. Last time I was in Dallas, so they were all telling me like, "Bro, you gotta go to Houston. Houston's where it's really lit. Like, you you guys will get so much love out there." Yeah, I I had just done a show in Dallas too. Like, I fought with Dallas. I fought with a lot of people out there too. Right. It's like, but I actually I'm from Houston right down the road. I only been to Dallas like three, four times my whole life though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's only like three, four hours away too. Damn, that's real. Um, Coming up in Houston, though, what, what was it like? Like, you, you grow up in, you know, a house, apartment building. You have both parents around, or? Um, see, my parents not together, but I, I do, like, I got a good relationship with my daddy and my mama. They not together, but um, I said I came up pretty cool um, for the most part, yeah. Yeah? It wasn't yeah. anything too crazy? Wasn't anything just too crazy. <laughs> yeah? yeah. <laughs> uh, give, me, give me a story. Give me a story from, like the younger days of, of little Jeremy from like just, just something that would exemplify what kind of shit you were you were seeing coming up out of there mm. see back in the day like I used to think I was like I used to think I was a crip when I was real young right uh. so I like I always glorify like the dope boys and shit cause that's all I really seen coming up where I came up at so like I was, I was really wild when I was young, like smoking. I've been smoking since I was probably like five, six years old, shit really? like that. Yeah, I've been like off the porch. What, sure. what was your first time smoking though? You weren't rolling the wood at six, right? Nah, you know what's so crazy? <laughs> I used to like sometimes I used to find shit on the side of the road, black and mild shit. My people used to smoke. So I ain't gonna lie, I used to roll paper up at one point. Right. Like I always just been smoking since for as long as I can remember. You just knew you wanted to be inhaling some smoke yeah, one way or another. Yeah, pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I was like 11, and I just had heard rappers talking about smoking weed so much that I like, I put, I found like a plastic bottle and I put some leaves in it, and I tried to like light the bottom of the bottle and like suck in some of the smoke, but it was just burning plastic. Damn. I'm gonna like say I was eight. See the worst I might have been thing eleven I, though. The worst thing I then I used to get like the little beer paper, you know, it's brown. Yeah. So I used to get that and put grass, oh. anything in it, make it look like a blunt. Right. Just try to do what the old dudes was doing. Yeah. And it takes a while for you to realize, like, no, it only burns yeah, slowly bullshit. for a specific reason. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Your parents didn't know you were smoking that young? See, my mama used to work all the time, so she ain't used to get off to like about nine o'clock air air night. And 
like I say, my daddy and her went together, so we used to just be, it was like me and my big brothers, and they used to have a little shit going on, so I used to really be able to do what I want for the most part. So that's how you ended up being a bad kid early on? Your brothers were pushing you in the wrong direction? Uh, my middle brother, for sure. My older brother, he, he more like level-headed. My middle brother, yeah, he was a fucker, for sure. <laughs> So you feel like you you but you weren't looking at your older brother and being like no nah, I want to be a, a good kid like him you were kind of drawn to the one who was getting in trouble yeah then like my older cousins and shit they was all like him in the streets that's really like who I looked up to uh huh yeah definitely okay so what were you like in uh, high school my actually um I did ninth grade I um dropped out after that though like and then ninth grade I did complete it but I was missing a bunch of school then but. At the ninth grade, I had to stop. Okay. So, didn't you make it to 10th grade? No, I didn't make it to 10th. What would you start doing when you dropped out? I had started getting involved with the streets and shit. Then, like, my um, my mama, she, like, had lost her job. My stepdad was in jail shit like that. My brother ended up going to jail on a murder case. It, like, it was just a lot of bullshit going on. And, like, I, um... I went at that time. I went have like nice clothes for school and shit. Like it just was. I was more like off the shit. Then my partners, they was already hustling, having money. Mm. So I got kind of drawn that way. Right. Yeah. So you got all caught up in all that kind of shit. Yeah. For sure. What the fuck are you doing? Are you standing in the park or are you like going on missions, driving the shit for somebody? <laughs> nah. See, I came about on the block. Okay. Yeah, standing on the block for sure. Right. I yeah, mean. Yeah. That, that's one thing that I had some rappers from Chicago like specify to me like yo there's a big difference between standing on the block and having a trap house on the block yeah see the standing on the block part is really like for the for the young hustlers that's starting right. ones that's in the trap house they already kind of have money in motion mm. yeah so that, that's how it is in Houston too for sure yeah interesting but when you were when you were a kid are you like growing up and thinking of because when we think of Houston and even just Texas in general, we think of them have, having a very like legendary hip hop existence just because there have been so many like names that popped off out of there over the years, especially back like 20 years ago or whatever. Were you, yeah. were you like super aware of that as you were coming up as, as a young kid or like what, what's your perspective on your city? See, like I'm I'm 23, but I did catch a lot of like I definitely like Slim Thug has been one of my favorite rappers. Powwow, uh, Jada, and I do from Houston. Um, I I was on it, don't get me wrong, but I I'm pretty young too, so I ain't get to see all of it. Then like one of my favorite Texas rappers is Pimp C. Like I fuck mm. with him, but I like he died. No, I was I was alive when he died, but I ain't never get the. But you fuck can go back and listen to Pimp C and like really fuck with it, even though it's. So oh much yeah, I be banging that Pimp Hell C yeah. for sure. That nigga talk that shit. Stupid shit, I be on. Yeah. Crazy, dude. I, I fuck with Pimp C. He has like an eight hundred page biography that I bought of him. Oh I, yeah. I read like half of it and I like fucking. He wrote keep, it or somebody else. Somebody wrote it about him, but it's in oh. such crazy detail about like all his cases. This this woman Julia Beverly wrote it and it's like amazingly well done. I still like have criminal not, cases and shit. They write about his criminal shit like and they get every different perspective of like all different people who saw all the shit that was going on in his life. Yeah. There's so much there's so much shit. If you ever want to read a book, that's the book, bro. I gotta check this shit out for sure. Yeah, definitely. But um I got to ask this because you mentioned Paul Wall. Would Paul Wall be successful if he came out today? Because there was a girl who was who was on Twitter saying basically that the world would never accept a white rapper like Paul Wall these days. And I was like, I don't think so. Paul Wall was like a yeah, cool, he was, so cool. He was a cool ass dude. Like, because like, he was one of my favorite rappers. I used to like 
Then I wish he was Because he was almost black He was like He white but he Moved with the black people Talk black Like so he down there Was like he black That's how he came up though right. I think they would accept The no power while I was raw Like he was Like I think they would have fucked with him. I think if every white person was like Paul Wall, that racism wouldn't stand a chance. For sure. It'd just be like Paul Wall didn't have black for you, sure. You can't be mad at a, a country full of Paul Walls. Yeah, yeah. Paul Wall black for sure. Hell yeah. Um, okay. You know a lot of guys like Paul Wall from Texas, though. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. One of my like one of my closest friends like. He's white, but he like black for sure. He's Paul like, Wallace. That's my boy. <laughs> yeah, he just don't rap though. That's what's up. Yeah. All right. So you know you're you're doing your street shit, or whatever. You you have any close calls? You have any like crazy ass shit that happened during that time period of your life? Yeah, I have been. I've been through a whole lot of shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the worst situations. Uh. I like me and my it was like me and three of my mans we was in the car and the um car got hit up a whole bunch of times and that's like that's how my my one of my best friends he paralyzed and that's what caused that so that was like one of the most tragic situations i've been through wow yeah yeah and they were targeting you like did you have an idea that there were people looking for you i was sorry but i was in the car though and the shit jumped off though yeah that's that was probably one of the craziest situations. You didn't get hit though. Uh uh-uh, uh, I didn't get hit. And crazy, they hit that bitch like 50, 60 times for sure. Holy shit. A small car, Buick Regal. Wow. That shit must be wild too in, in, in Houston because like you can just have wild ass guns out there, right? Yeah, yeah, they have all kind of shit. Texas, period. Yeah, Texas, like big on guns. Right. So you've been having guns around you since you were like young. Like, was it not, was it normal for your parents to just have like wild ass pistols on the fucking nah, couch and mama, shit? See, my mama ain't just never had no strap. I think she just first, got her first strap like not too long ago, and like I'm I'm on charges and shit, so I don't be around guns. Oh, you can't be yeah, around for it sure. Like that. I can't. Yeah. When when did you get arrested? When you could catch a charge? Um, like I'm a felon. and how I became a felon. I got caught up when I was 17 with drugs and shit, though. Uh-huh. Uh, on the block where you were like normally at, or you doing some extra shit? <laughs> Down the street from the block doing some extra shit. Okay. Yeah. Probably would have never caught the case if I was on the block. Right. Yeah, doing some extra shit. All right, I got caught with um, four and a half ounces of cocaine, and that's why I went to the pen for. Oh, wow. Yeah. For how long? I done, um, I got two years sentence, but I done um, a year in jail. Then I done other year on pro. Okay. Yeah. How was that year? Crazy as hell. I like it was cool as far like on the inside. Like, I got love when I was in there, but like I was telling other folks, I then went blind when I was in there. What was that about? Man, I don't know. Like one day I just woke up, I fucked up. Like my shit was um leaking. Like you seen the Ray movie, the Ray Charles movie? You know, see that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seen when I was just like the water was falling out. Was like my that? shit was doing that. Hell yeah, that, so that's the first time I started thinking about the movie. I'm like, damn, I gotta be going blind. I, couldn't see out that motherfucker. So I kept trying to um go to medical. I'm telling them about it. I'm writing uh, letters and shit. They'll see me. They'll give me ice packs, all type of stupid shit. I had to have my mama and them call up there. They were calling up there writing letters. Then they finally sent me off to the, um, the little hospital. And I had some shit called iritis. I don't know how I got it, though. They said it came from, like, stress, other shit, too. But... Yeah, I then went blind. If I wouldn't have made it there, when I made it, they like, if I would have been a week later, son, I probably would have lost my eye. And how long was it from when you woke up like that to when 
the cops actually or the guards actually man, let you. About three weeks. Three bro. weeks, because that's what I'm yeah, thinking. I'm like, they're not gonna think. give a fuck, right? Yeah, I'm right, my folks. Let a guy make it to them, then they let a guy make it back. Like I'm letting them know this shit serious, and I was like, because when you first get to prison in Texas. You can't use the phone until um, you get your, like, spin number and all that shit, and that take then a month. So I had to relay messages through other people that probably could use the phone, like, let them know my eye was fucked up. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was, like, one of the craziest things I've been through. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. So how was prison overall, though? Like, you just... Uh you just hate it the whole time? Was it? Did it give you any time to think about what you want to do when you got out? Yeah, I, I feel like... I came home and I and I was a better version of me for shit show. Um, like while I was in there, I just learned a lot and seen a lot. A lot of people I thought loved me. Like I noticed they really didn't. Like I really was in there. Like a lot of my loved ones, they weren't there for me. F- female I fucking with, everybody just had like fucked and they go. Really. One fucks getting pregnant, all kind of shit. Your girl got pregnant while you were in there. For sure. Oh, a lot of no. niggas girls get pregnant. They have it to a lot of niggas in there though, for sure. Right. You knew you knew the person that impregnated her. Mm, no, nah, I'm not sure because you don't never know who got a person pregnant. Oh, okay. At first, I thought you were like yeah. inferring that it was like one of your homies. So nah, that sounds been, really that complicated. That ain't been worse. Yeah. That ain't been worse. Goddamn. But so, are you thinking in there like I don't want to go back to doing crime like that? Yeah, I'm like for sure. I don't want to go back to prison, whatever. Cause it really ain't what you do is how you do what you do. But I just knew for sure that I, I never wanted to go to prison again. Cause I feel like. I feel like motherfuckers was one up on me. Like, I ain't like that feeling of having to depend on other people need motherfuckers and shit like that. Mm. Yeah, I know. Go back to prison. I wouldn't wish nobody to go to prison. Right. Hope everybody stay away from that. Yeah, but at that point, did you decide, like, I don't want to be fucking just standing out on the corner and putting myself at such risk? And you know what's crazy? On my life, on my son, ever since that day, I never stood on the corner ever again. I ain't seen no trap houses, no nothing. Really? Yeah. So when you sure. when you get out, like, how do you change your life? What would you do? My, I, I wasn't selling dope no more. <laughs> right. I, that's one agreement I made. Like, I made a promise to God. I'm like, man, I ain't selling no dope when I come on. And I also pray to God. I'm like, I want to get paid to do what I love to do, which is music. Right. And to be honest, like, it was a process, but he made all that happen for me, for sure. So you were already rapping at that point? See, like, all right, I, when I caught my case when I was 10, I was 17, just turned 17, when I got out, like I got out on the bun, and I ended up getting probation. After that, that's when I dropped my first video, and the streets was fucking with it. Like it was doing a bunch of views, my whole side of town they were fucking with it. So I ended up dropping the tape. So I had one tape out before I went to prison. Okay. But it like it wasn't like I was rapping. I just went to the studio, made the song, dropped it. I ain't like putting no promotion, nothing behind. I just dropped it, and that's how I got my side of town really like fucking with me, standing behind me, cause that tape. Really? Yeah. They were just fucking with it. They saw they saw that you were a real one and that you yeah, were actually talking. Yeah, people start like, yeah, because at first, like, just because where you from, that, that's where you from, that don't mean people going to listen to your music. Motherfuckers will crank up on another successful rapper. So it took, once I dropped, I really start seeing, like, my folks really ride around listening to my music. Mm. Like, y'all be on this cone, I be on that cone. These niggas ride by listening to it. Like, I seen they were really fucking with me. Little kids get to running up on me at the store. So I kind of like, I was already popular and shit, but that rap shit kind of turned me to like street superstar. Like, kind of before I even went to prison mm. on my side for sure. Okay, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, the feeling of people actually choosing to listen to your music 
like your friends like yeah, the people nah, who know sure. you yeah 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 that must feel kind of crazy cuz you could you, you could be listening line. to future right now yeah, they, and that's you, that's exactly what they gonna do. They gonna cut future on on your ass. You, you ain't talking about yeah, that. exactly. Like you could hey, be yeah. listening to Young Thug. You could be listening to fucking hey, you know yeah. whatever the that's hot shit is right now. There's all these amazing. I remember artists. one time, this one situation. Uh, this is when Boosie had just dropped. He had just came home from prison, so his tape was out, and I tried to show my partners some shit I had made. And like I remember, they was listening. Then one of the bro, he like, man, that shit cool. He like, man, put that Boosie on. And I remember that feeling. That nigga had cranked the Boosie up. I kind of felt played. I don't even think my song was done with. Mm. But like after that, it was like a, a big difference. Like they on me, and I ain't never put my music off on nobody. Like even when I was in prison. Motherfuckers that know I'm rapping Cause they probably saw my video Or this person told like Hey Jeremy can rap So they used to ask me to rap I ain't never like Go to people like Hey I rap I never done that mm. right. Yeah but like Being in Houston's like Do you feel like a rapper Could get popping On like a strictly Word of mouth type level Like even before It really starts hitting the blogs And the YouTube channels People doing interviews and stuff Like Yeah yeah, but it's hard Cause them folks like They real judgmental You gotta have mm. your shit together Like me I even I just proved to them Then I think by Motherfuckers fuck with me From other states and shit That make the city be like Yeah we gotta fuck with them Cause Even if they don't fuck with a nigga Niggas still gonna do good But it is kinda like Fucked up in Houston though you gotta have your shit all the way together from clothes, cars, jewelry, the streets. You done it. Like, you really gotta really have it together to get them all the way. Cause they gonna find something. Mm. Like, they gonna find something to say about you. Something. People just eager for a reason to hate out there Hell big time. Yeah. They're ready to fuck with another artist then. Mm. Yeah. That makes sense. So, who who's the first artist that was bigger that started to show you some love or appreciate what you were doing? Mm. First artist. Huh? Uh, Black Youngster for oh, one. Okay. That's my boy. Black Youngster, baby. Filthy Rich. Like you said, you've yeah. been knowing Black Youngster since you were seventeen. Yeah, yeah, about sixteen, seventeen. Hell yeah. yeah. How'd you meet him? Mm. Black Youngster. So he was doing a in. show on my side, and that's around the time I'm telling you, I had started making my tape. So I ended up doing a song with him. I got a um, feature from. And he just ended up really, really fuck. Like, he was the first feature I ever got. Baby was the second and the only feature I ever got. But Black Youngster really fucked with me. Like, once we locked in, he kept, like, in contact with me. Like, been trying to sign me, all type of shit like that. Right. We've been locked in. How did you resist Black Youngster trying to sign you at that young age? I ended up going to jail. Right uh, when we were supposed to, like, get get on it, I ended up going to jail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that fucked up a bunch of shit for you, or? Yeah, but like when I came home, we locked like right back in, like, yeah. Like I talk youngster all the time. He helped me like maintain, keep my head on straight with the rap shit. Right. That's, <laughs> a, that's a real dude. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at the fly swimming around there. Thank God I got a lid. The other day I had a cup with some fucking energy drink in it, and the fly flew right into it. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, this is over. Yeah. I make sure I don't get much shit. Yeah, when you start sipping lean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's not, it's not lean, but uh, right. I didn't, I've been, I ain't lie, I've been drinking syrup since I was a, a little kid. Cause you know that shit is, it's like floating around Houston like nothing. Everybody got a cup, so you just tap motherfuckers cup and you end feel up like it's really like that. Cause in in LA, it's like two hundred fifty dollars a line and shit. See, it's it like, used to be cheap back now. It's hot now. Like in, everybody, in everybody that's okay. sipping real lean, they paying high. But like back in the day, I think we was getting drink for twenty, thirty dollars a line back yeah. then. That's why they was drinking it like that. Yeah, that shit was cheap back then. And we thought that was expensive too. Which realistically, I mean, man, I wish that shit was twenty, thirty a line now. Yeah, 
Drink is like the most expensive drug ever. Hell yeah, because if you knew, like, even say somebody's drinking a two or a three and they're spending $50, $60 to get fucked up, I mean, that is pretty expensive in comparison to like $60 worth of weed. It's like yeah, a yeah. bunch of blunts. That's just one Man, cup. Nigga, That's $60. Nigga pour, nigga pour three nowadays, you looking from, you probably, the cheapest you get it, probably 200 line. So it'd be 600. Somebody's paying 300 line. That'd probably be $900 soda. Right. I know a lot of people that, Spent hundreds of thousands, if not millions, on lean, and that like you wouldn't even, you wouldn't even know they had no money. Like they kind of look broke to you. Like lean is a, that type of drug, take all your money from you. Yeah, y'all really have your shit together. And if you ever talk to like real heroin addicts and shit, they'll be like, "Why the fuck would anybody be drinking lean? Like it's such an ineffective opioid in comparison to other ways of getting fucked up." Yeah, for sure. Popping pills, People shit like, like that. It just go with the weed, like. It's like serum milk with the weed sometimes. That's why a lot of people drink lean. Mm. Then it just keep you cool. Like even when you're not doing nothing, make you feel cool. If you had to choose one lean or weed, which would it be? I go with the weed for sure. Really? Yeah, I like see, and it's crazy. That'll be a tough one, but at weed keep me going. I can quit lean before weed for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I've known people who are like on papers. And they could just be like, you know, they got money. They're drinking lean all the time, but they can't yeah. smoke no dope. It's like, man, that yeah. must be torture. That's bad. That's the only thing you want to do. Yeah, that's super bad when they be doing that to you. Especially for, like, rappers and shit, too, because that's how, sometimes that's how rappers be creative, smoking weed, and mm. that's how you catch ideas. Then think about this. You stand in the studio for 10-hour sessions, 12, sometimes lean the weed. That will keep you going. I know a bunch of people who got their rapping careers off the ground just by being the drink man. Yeah, nah. I'm for sure, sure you for do sure. too. I'm yeah. sure there are a whole being lot of them in Texas. Man, yeah, you can get a lot by being that for sure. <laughs> for sure, that's the ultimate way to network. Yeah, yeah. Because then yeah, even it, it like go nowadays. The most richest, most powerful dudes will let some random ass fucking custo come up in their shit in their in their session, whatever. If they got some lean, yeah, yeah, yeah. come on in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. You on point like that. That's exactly how it go, too. <laughs> yeah. For sure. If, if this shit ever starts to, like, dip down and ain't doing too good, I know what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to get some interviews off a of pint. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Pull over that drink, huh? You going to damn sure get that. Yeah, makes sense to me. Damn sure. Um, all right, so you said that Black Guns are the first artist to fuck with you. Then how you meet Lil Baby? Was that, like, the next? And, and why are all these artists not Texas artists? Like, you, you just... Tapped in with them before the actual Texas artists, I guess. I see, and that's another thing too. Cause I, don't get it wrong, I got much love for the legends in Texas and the OGs, but I don't know. I don't know what people be having going on, but they kind of, you know, everybody be like standoffish. They don't just be uh, linking up with no young nigga or fucking with them, but like. Black youngster, he just took a liking it to me. He seen something he liked about me, and he always fucked with me, and that's the same with Baby. Like, when I met Baby, we locked in. Since that first day, we locked in. Like, mm. still got a great relationship to this day. Like it my seems brother. like he has an amazing uh, ear for talent. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's been a lot of Then he artists. see people, I guess, that remind him like him, or he feel their story, where they coming from. He going to fuck with the real every time, for sure. Mm. Yeah, because he's that baby's a great dude. super real, I hear. Yeah, yeah. He's experienced. He's been That's in the streets. Man. Yeah. Yeah, hey, yeah. For sure. Wait, so how did you meet him? How did you actually tap in with him? Um, baby, he had, I had done a freestyle on my IG, and he had come in and under that. That actually the song we got together, The Chances Make Champions. He put on that. He like, man, shit too hard or something like that. And so one of my bros, he hit me like, man, you need to go and put that together with baby. And so 
I had my folks hit him and we ended up linking up doing the song and shit like that. And once we met in the studio, like he listened to all my other shit. I, we exchanged numbers and shit. I was with him like three, four days later in Atlanta and we just locked in from there. Mm-hmm. Like, that my boy, I'd like, be at his real house with kids, all that. Like, my man's my man. Right. Yeah. And he, did he try to sign you? Um, We didn't talk about Talked about it several different times. Like right now, we even got some shit going on with like a bunch of labels. We trying to see which way we gonna go, but it's always been a family thing, like deeper than music. But he 100 percent behind me with everything too. Right. Yeah. You, you're a little paranoid about signing to another hot artist. Uh. That's a lot of advice. See and then yeah. Sometimes that motherfucker really fuck with you, and they be like, man, I got a lot going on, this and that. They'll just try to lead you the right way. Mm. But I ain't gonna say that because with baby, like. That's my man's, and I know he want what's best for me, so it's different from him than signing to anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. But realistically, you might get the biggest bag from just signing a deal with, like, Interscope or some yeah. shit, right? Yeah, like big yeah. Ass. shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. You're just waiting to make that decision? For sure. I just want, and like I was telling people, it ain't all about the money. I want the contract to be right, too, because a lot of people ain't like, a lot of people, and they doing good, but a lot of people are in fucked up deals. I be seeing a lot of rappers crying about it on the internet. I just ain't trying to get nothing fucked up. Mm. And I actually want to get with some people that really fuck with me, fuck with my music, and want to see me grow. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Can you see yourself being like a big pop star in a way? Like getting like, you know, we've seen some rappers like transcend like the baby. All of a sudden yeah, it's yeah. just getting a lot of these like mainstream looks and shit like you see yourself having that kind of potential or yeah i see myself being big i always like because like i've been rapping and shit since i was like like walking around freestyling and shit so i probably like four or five years old so i always been into music i always wanted to rap but hey yeah i, I see myself being big i didn't have like when i was in the pen i used to have dreams me in front of the crowd like a bunch of people with other artists and shit like that i used to dream that so like my grandma she be telling me you don't have them dreams for no reason Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's something that's, like, special about your voice and your delivery that just really, like, I don't know, it just brings a different energy to the song. You don't really sound like anybody else, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't I don't be trying to sound like nobody. I just be doing me, trying to perfect my crowd, get better and better, for sure. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But I think, like, that ESTG song that you got, I feel like that that's kind of the one that really put you on a lot of people's radars if they weren't yeah, paying attention before. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, shout out G, that's my brother, too. And it's crazy, because um, me and G, we done that song in Miami. We was... uh. We was with Baby in one of Baby's sessions. I was actually asleep. G woke me up. He like, man, you got to get on here. So G had already done the verse. I just had put, like, the hook in my verse. And I really ain't like it because I, I said I had just woke up. I wasn't feeling it. G like, man, you tripping. I tried to change the shit. Now he like, hell no, nah, you tripping. Then Barilyn, she was telling me the same thing. And so I, I ended up putting it on my tape, man. That motherfucker done good. Like, when I drop, I was happy I did go with it. G was telling me, like, man, you tripping. He like, man, if you don't drop that motherfucker, I'm finna drop it on my shit. Yeah. Then I ended up dropping it. That's crazy because, I mean, th- those, like, late nights in the studio, like, you would you would have missed out on that opportunity if you had decided to just go home and get some sleep. Man, you know it's crazy? Like, just like the um the 5,500 degrees ESTG, the Rilo, Baby Just Drop. I was supposed to be on there. I was knocked out in the studio full of that syrup. Really? Out of there, yeah. They they say G woke me up a couple times. I don't remember. They say he steady wake me up. Come on, come on. I was out of there, though. Baby got, like, a massage chair in the studio. Right. Man, you get on that motherfucker. Don't let you be on no drugs. You going out for sure. Wow. Hey, yeah. Uh, That's crazy. Hey, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I feel like the studio is actually like a pretty good place to get some sleep, but then motherfuckers be dumping water on you and shit. See, I ain't had them problems. They don't man. do that. They don't and do we that don't, in the sessions. We don't zero. be playing with each other like that. We are bosses, man. That's good. Yeah. But I be seeing niggas get the water dumped on them, but I just ain't the nigga that's getting the water dumped on them. Oh, yeah. For sure. You got enough respect? Be, yeah. It be niggas getting water dumped on them. I just ain't the one. Oh, uh, bro. I've been watching Chief Keep dump water on fucking everybody my whole, yeah. whole, whole time having Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Him, young boy. I be seeing a lot of motherfuckers do that. That's some aggressive ass puberty shit right there, bro. Yeah. Like, once, by the time you're grown, I feel like you shouldn't be dumping bottles of water on your homies, but hey. Me and my partners, we're going to hit by some shit like that. We're going to get to fighting for sure. That's what Niggas I think. Niggas ain't going for it. Whenever I watch it, I'm like, bro, if somebody did that to Man, me, I, I'm going to stand I, up and start swinging. For and sure. I'm probably going to hit somebody that I shouldn't hit, but. That's what's going on. Nigga don't swallow on me. We're going to have to look at it for sure. Yeah, I'm going to be upset. I'm going to be real upset. Um, Okay, so. uh. What do you what are you planning on now? Like you you got a project that you're planning on dropping or I'm finna come for the deluxe to my take gas guard. Right. I already know what songs I'm putting on it, but that's what I'm finna spend tonight while I'm in LA. I'm finna do that. Get all my deluxe songs ready so I hurry up, drop my deluxe. Hell yeah. And then after that I'm coming gas guard too. Right after that, I ain't gonna give him no time, probably two months, mm. three months longest. When did you become the gas guard? Man, you know it's crazy. I um See, Gas Gang, I had been starting my brand. And, like, before I had went to jail, like, uh, uh, one of the J's from the hood, he used to call me Gas, baby. That's what he say. <laughs> so, when I went to jail, I met um, a nigga I fucked with. Gas, baby. Look, OG, OG Lunatic, nigga I had fucked with, he tell me, like, man, you ain't Gas, baby. You the Gas God. Mm. So, when I came home, that's what I ran with. Right. Sure. And that what the streets called me there. Right. For sure. Damn, the gas god. Yes, sir. Anybody ever be trying to make jokes about farts with that? Nah, hell no, nah. My, my parents know what call gas. They know what type of gas we have, and not the ones for the cars. Right. Man, you take sure. a lot of pride though in, in your uh, in, in your your weed selection. Like, is that a big deal for you? Hell yeah, I smoke the best weed mm. for sure. Right. That's what I do. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm like big on the weed shit. Yeah, sometimes sure. sometimes I'll be getting some regular ass weed, and then like I'll I'll see the homies coming through. I'll I'll be interviewing a rapper, and I see the packs they pull out where they really got the designer shit, and I'm like, fuck, like maybe, yeah. maybe I should really be having some like crazy ass gas. Man, you I know you getting the right gas. You right here where it's all lit. But sometimes I'll just like buy a half a pound, and it's not the craziest weed. Oh yeah, sometimes they whip, but you yeah. And, they and got, then the, the the rapper comes in, and he got like eight different eights, all crazy different packages. He takes it out, and I'm looking at it and just thinking like, damn. Damn, that's a lot better than the weed I smoked yeah, this morning. Yeah, you got to get the right Zai. got to be the real ones, man. Make sure they the real ones, Adam. Zaza's the hottest shit right now, still? Nah, all I smoke. Like, I used to smoke OG and cookies and all that shit. Now all I smoke is exotic. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. So is there anyone else in the gas gang? Who else in that? Yeah, I got like a bunch of my folks, my family, and other members, yeah. Okay. I don't just be putting niggas down like that, motherfuckers that been down. Right. Yeah, for but that, sure. that's just the homies as well. It's like you don't have to be a rapper to be. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, nah. It ain't no really no rappers that down. I think it ESTG a chain him baby Ooh. shit like that. Like show sure, we down, but other than that, it ain't no rappers down. That's a good idea. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Um. Fuck. All right. I guess. Oh yeah, you're a dad now too. Yeah. How old's your kid? You, uh, my son, he um, two years old. Birthday on um, July seventh. 
that change uh, anything in your life? I mean, I said July 7th, July 11th. I'm tripping. 7 11. Did that change uh, anything in terms of how you think about life? Hell yeah, for sure. When I be looking at them, it's just sometimes they be ready to do crazy shit, give up, or especially with the rap shit, having I be having other shit going on. He just keep me focused. Like, I know I can't stop. It's bigger than me at this point. Right. Yeah. You gotta take care of the little one. Yeah, yeah. And do more than just take care of him. I won't have him sit mm. for sure. Everything he could possibly want and possibly need. Yeah. What's, yeah. what's your favorite shit to do with your kid in terms of just uh, you know enjoyable childlike experiences that makes him happy? Um, I lo- he liked the box. Oh really? So I got him all kind of little boxing gloves, shit to punch on. I like play fighting with him and, and get him on that. Really? And then I seen like Mayweather daddy used to have him on the shit, so he was super small. Then my little one, he really take a liking into that, so I enjoy doing that with him. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. My daughter's only nine months, so I haven't really got to figure out what her hobbies are gonna be. Yet. Yeah, that's a lot of. Yeah. Congrats on your newborn. Appreciate you. Very, For sure. Very exciting. Yeah, that's your first one. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's I waited a long fucking time compared to you. For sure. <laughs> I'm 37. I For just sure. cranked one out, bro. Yeah. It's crazy. crazy. I always planned to have like my kids when I was older when I can just focus on being a father, uh, opposed to being out working. And I'll be gone a lot and shit mm-hmm. now. But I'm a great dad if in my, you know, opinion for sure. You ever leave for like a few weeks and then just come back and you can't believe how much fucking bigger he got? Hell yeah, all the time. Mm-hmm. So I leave for like a time. day and I feel like that. Yeah, they grow like a motherfucker, get big out of nowhere. Yeah, and they just have weird yeah. developmental changes, you know, yeah, just yeah. new shit happening. It's the craziest shit ever. So. For sure. Um, all right, so we got this new project dropping. You got any new videos dropping soon? or? Um, I just dropped the Codeine Dreams, me and Rallo. Um, then I got video um, Block Money, me and Big 30. We finna drop that. That's going to be crazy. Show Big 30 going yeah, crazy. And I'm gonna keep dropping videos. Everything I do, the looks, tapes after that, I ain't gonna stop with the videos. Mm, definitely. Uh, yeah. Rilo going crazy too. Yeah, that's my brother for sure. For sure. Rilo going super crazy. I, I DM'd him trying to get an interview, so I'm just gonna mention that here just so that he might open I mean, you it. know it's crazy. I'm gonna tell him for sure because look, a lot of people, and I'm like that. My damn self too. I don't just be responding to shit. A lot of people think Rilo be acting funny. His ad like he really don't be on his phone and shit like mm. that. He, he real bad with communication. Me too. Okay. I'm a damn sure let him know though. That's what's up, yo. We got a pop up coming in Houston. I'm gonna be there. We, we got to tap get your in. Number. I need to lock in with you, you bro. You gonna bring us there. to the block? I want to. I want to see the trap Man, house where you're talking about. Let's do Is it. Is it still I, in operation? I damn sure I'll bring you to I'm the like, block for sure. I might need some packs. I don't know. I gotta make some money while I'm out there. Man, I got you. I'm gonna put you on something. <laughs> you ain't gotta touch nothing. I got you. Let's go. All right, uh, little Jeremy, no for jumper. Sure. Coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, sure. Patreon, patrons on the screen. Like, comment, subscribe, nojumper.com if you want to support, bro. I appreciate Shout out it, my boy Adam, man. Shout out the whole No Jumper style. Much love. I appreciate y'all. Gag or how this shit out now, man. Y'all get used to seeing me, man. Turn my man up sure. on Spotify right now. Yeah, go fuck with me. Easy. Appreciate you, man. For sure. Love, bro. Much love. All right.